Welcome to Marketing for a Digital World, a podcast series introducing students to a variety of marketing professionals as they share practical career advice, examples, and stories from their careers to help students deepen their understanding of foundational marketing theory and practice. These episodes are hosted by British Columbia Institute of Technology professor Tracy Renzullo and are a key feature within the new interactive textbook of the same name authored by Scott Erickson the Charles A. Dana Professor and Chair of Marketing in the School of Business at Ithaca College. New podcast episodes are available for free each week during the 2022-23 academic year, providing listeners with thought-provoking and movement-enabling content that can be absorbed on the bus, at the gym, or walking between classes. Marketing for a Digital World is produced by Flip Learning, a publisher of exciting new books for undergraduates, authored exclusively by professors who have won major teaching awards. For more information about this new introductory marketing textbook, as well as our other titles, please click the link or go to fliplearning.com. Talk about the bridge between digital and loyalty programs, because those two things are completely married together. And when we last spoke, you said that digital is the enabler to deliver on that consistent brand promise. So can we talk about what that actually means? Yeah, exactly. You're right. They are, in this day and age, they are completely intertwined, both for the real-time earning aspect, right? Whether if I'm online, I'm on the app, whatever I do, I want to see everything real-time update for my points or my status. And then when it comes time to actually, you know, the, you know, the, the proof is in the value prop when you actually go to redeem, um, you, you typically are doing that in some sort of digital form, you know, you know, instant redemption, as I talked about Sephora, you know, one click, I want to redeem my points. All of that is absolutely super important. Um, it's not just the construct of the program. It's how you use it and how are you setting up that consumer experience, but you do have to think about the in-store experience. You know, when you go in store, is your information in the in-store POS that, they, they can look up your account. Um, you know, if you want changes to your loyalty program while you're in store, can they do them? Um, you know, if you have an issue, you know, can they remediate it in store? That's a, that's a lot. I think what companies need, need to think about. Yes. Programs are more run digitally these days, but you can't forget about if you have an actual physical establishment, it, you have to make sure your information is going downstream to the store as well. You have to make sure your customer service team has real-time access to things to to remediate as well. Um, The customer expects you to know them. And if they sign up for your program, they expect no matter what interaction they have with your brand that you know that they're a loyalty program member. Um, And it's making sure that that connective thread is weaved through all areas of the the company. Mm -hmm. So thinking about um, DD Perks, that digital, as we say, it, it, it kind of is the loyalty program in a way, right? Those things are so intertwined. So when you think about the importance of Duncan's mobile app to facilitating the rewards program and to facilitating your ability to, you know, work on things like customer retention and building customer loyalty, what would you say are some of the most important features that you've worked on building into Duncan's app in order to reach those objectives of loyalty and retention? Yeah, some of them are things like quick ordering. You know, I've said all the time, like 
you know, the mobile app has to be quicker than the in-store experience. And for a while it wasn't like you could walk up in the crew and you could check out way quicker than maybe you could order. It was like 14 steps to order a cup of coffee in the app. And now it's with one step, right? You can just, you know, repeat one click, you know, I order, I go pick it up. It's, it's really those basic things. You know, how can you quickly get to your payment screen for those who are ordering in store, but they want to earn points, you know, you need a button right there from the homepage from, for them to be able to bring up the QR code, you know, to scan, to make sure they, they get their points. You just have to make it really, really easy. You don't want someone standing in store in a mobile app, you know, trying to, you know, clicking through screens and, and all that. Um, and there's even ideas we have of how we can even make it quicker. Um, but those are the type of things we, we think about, but there is a human element. Like if you're in a drive-through, you're maybe not thinking like I have to take out my phone to scan. So that's where signage is important, right? Near the drive-through, like, don't forget to scan to earn your point. Don't forget to, you know, order ahead. Um, you know, it's important, you know, to have the crew trained uh, around all that. So, you, you know, digital is important, but you have to think about the off digital piece of it to help you in the, in the marketing. And, um, you know, the, the digital itself will only say so much. Again, you have to think about your full marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about some of those features of the quick ordering, can you talk about how that has an impact on the operation side? Because you talked about the fact that you've built experience, you know, on the um, consumer side and understanding what's happening operationally inside a business. So obviously there are ways that you can use the app to help facilitate the operation side at Duncan. So what are the, some of the things that you've worked on within the app that are actually helping in other areas of the company? Yeah. So, I mean, everyone knows all establishments are really constrained these days when it comes to labor. Mm -hmm. And getting consumers to order digitally absolutely helps with that. Because if you think about when, you, when you're in a store and you order, they have to, you know, verbally take the order, right, at the POS. They have to then have the payment go back and forth. It takes a lot of time, whether you're drive-thru or in-store. But when you're ordering ahead, it just comes to the machine and you just immediately start, start making it. So it cuts down on a lot of time. Um, and for us the type of things we partner with the store on is, well, what happens when they get too many orders coming in at once? You know, when they see people standing in line, they can set the pace, but suddenly if too many people are ordering at once. So do we have order throttling, for example, do now we're talking about putting notification in the app to say, hey, the store is busier than usual, give the crew more time. So that's a feature that's actually gonna be launching soon, you know, that we're testing. Um, and that was feedback directly from, you know, the franchisees in the stores to say, hey, sometimes we don't have enough staff. And instead of typically at Dunkin', we can, we can make your food and have it out in less than 60 seconds. We might need like three, four minutes. And consumers have grace, right? Like consumers, like if you say the consumers were really busy right now, just give us a little bit more time. They're okay with that. They just want to be told, mm -hmm. right? They don't want the expectation that they're going to show up and their drinks there. And then they're wondering why, why they're waiting. Um, you know, also testing things like, hey, your order is ready, you know, notifications, stuff like that. Allowing consumers to advance order schedule. We've never had that. That's something we're gonna be piloting soon. Um, you know, we heard from consumers, I go through your drive-through and I order when I'm in the car on my way to work and I shouldn't really be setting up my order while I'm driving because I know exactly when I'm gonna pull into the parking lot and I want it ready. 
versus what we heard from consumers is what I would like to do is before I leave my house, say, I'm going to pick up my order at 7 a.m. because I know that's when I'm going to show up at Duncan. And that's something we're piloting that we heard from, from consumer feedback also helps the, the crew because then the customer has an expectation that then we can get it to the crew a little bit earlier, the order to give them actually a little bit more time, which what was happening is people would show up in the parking lot, immediately place their order, get out and walk in and expect it there. So it's, it's the feedback from both sides of it coming together to figure out a solution. That makes a lot of sense. Now, are you able to actually measure the extra efficiencies you've gained through some of these new ideas that you're looking at? Yeah, some of it. So there's been a lot of studies, you know, that say, you know, that we've been able to say, you know, labor savings, you know, due to an order ahead, you know, how quickly it helps the drive through line, um, you know, how much quicker, do, you know, we've been able to, you know, actually, you know, time it and say, if you're someone who orders ahead, how much quicker do you get through a drive through line than somebody, you know, who doesn't. Um, so we do have stat, all those stats and, you know, that plays in obviously into the economic model. So it's interesting because in thinking about putting together a promotion like that, you would instantly think about, you know, how much extra revenue you're bringing in, like on the revenue side. But in this case, it could just be that you're looking at savings on the other end. So you're not just measuring, you know, revenue coming through. You're looking at it at a different perspective, which now involves or gets buy-in from so many other areas of the organization. Right, exactly. So, you know, it's not only just around, does this drive more sales or not? Mm. You do have to look at other things around, does this improve store operation? Does, does this improve, um, you, know, you know, stuff for your crew or your franchisee? Just, hey, maybe we don't make more money at this, but does the consumer really like it? So we think over time, they might spend more. You know, sometimes you just have to take a leap of faith because you know, a lot of times even proof of concept for technology is expensive. So you kind of sometimes have to jump in with two feet and say, we're going to go all in on this um, to see whether, you know, consumers like it or not, um, because we think it's going to have benefits in other ways. And some of the other non-Duncan brands, we've had, you know, a few of those proof of concepts of things that we've been testing. Mm-hmm. And when you think about sales promotions, how hard is it to keep coming up with something new? Is there such a thing as overload? And is there this, um, this concept of let's just keep it simple and people respond to that versus we need to try something different? How do we capture the attention of people who maybe we haven't been captured with what we've been doing before? Yeah, I think, I think a problem a lot of marketers run into is we get more bored before the consumer does. No. <laughs> and so we like to try new things, switch out new things, to keep it fresh and you know, and, and there's a lot, right? I mean, and that's some of it, just new people come in and want to make their stamp, right? But, you know, God, this creative is getting so stale. No, it's not. Like the consumer, <laughs> to the consumer, it's only been a, like, right? Like, but you, but, but we see the same thing every single day. We see every email, we see every media ad. Like to us, it might be getting stale, but to the consumer, it's not. And the riskiest thing you can do is start to make change when you don't need to. Now, the other flip side of it is sometimes we've run the same thing over and over and over again because we're like, this works. Like, why would we move away from it? You have to figure out what is the inflection point of at what point should I start testing something against it? Because over time, it's either going to plateau or it's going to lose steam. And then you don't want to be in a situation where you don't have anything to replace it. So it's a fine balance of, you know, you don't want to just change for change sake. 
but for the most part, the most successful promotions that, you know, even other quick service brands have run, um, you know, they've run them for years and years and years and consumers know them. And eventually maybe things start to peter out and get stale and you need something new, but maybe sometimes it's new on top of that, right? And that, it, it is risky to take something away that, that worked. You have to be really, really careful. I think the other element to that is seasonality and looking at different events throughout the year and how much of that plays a role into your promotions. So whether it's, you know, holiday season or Halloween or Black Friday or any of those um, big events. Yeah, totally, right? We have different seasonality for each of our different brands. So for example, like Buffalo Wild Wings, Super Bowl, mm -hmm. right? March Madness. There's tons of promotions that go around around the major sporting events that we do for that brand. Um, and we, you know, support them digitally and with the loyalty program. Um, for Duncan, you know, we do find, you know, holiday, Halloween, Valentine's Day are really big holidays that we try to do promotions around in the fall. Pumpkin season is a big deal. Summer's quiet. A lot of people vacation in the summer. College students are home. So not as many people like digital tends to go down in the summer for those reasons. You know, people aren't commuting as much in the summer and with college students not around who are heavy digital consumers. So every brand is different. Every brand has different seasonality. Um, and you have to just learn the trends of, of your brand. And, you know, the idea is, you know, some people might say, well, you want to run promotions during, you know, the time when it's hard to get consumers to come, to come. No, you, it's actually the opposite. <laughs> in, the time, in the time period that they want to be visiting, you need to sort of kind of like put fuel on that fire and even make it better. Um, and don't don't take that period for for, for granted.